Welcome to the Bellingham Podcast for the week of March 1st, 2020. This is episode 146. Broadcasting to you from the northwest of the northwest since 2016, I am Chris Powell. And sitting nearby, the Sultan of Saturday, or the next day straight away, he never gets carried away or is one to betray, finding some way to keep the stress at bay. Let's just say he turned away from the tension buffet, creating a delay to the dismay. He has an array of formulae for the success in the workday. Hooray! He's your friend and mine, AJ. AJ Barce, for the love of all that is giving you the clanks, tell him how you're feeling. I'm feeling like I'm trying to find my mental north, Chris. How are you doing? <laughs> I am avoiding any kind of virus, computer, mm. or health-related. Uh, I have my 1-900 voice due to a little bit of a scratchy throat, and I'm currently trying to drink copious amounts of liquid. How the heck are you doing? Uh, same here. I'm, I've got my, my tea going. I've also got my... Um, Evening smooth jazz voice. The going ESJ, on. yes. The let's, ESJ. let's get into our inner Barry White, if you will. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about something that is around Bellingham and around the world from what we're seeing on various uh, news channels, uh, sources of information, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. That would be. So, a couple of shout outs. The last, if you if you haven't noticed, like uh, the last couple episodes, we've kind of been a little bit clanked, clanked up a little bit because we had your, your interview. Yes. Uh, the last with Abby over at Spark. Yes, up, hi, Abby. Abby. Um, which uh, was kind of a little bit out of sequence with what we had in the, planned in the hopper because of this very topic that we're talking about, stress. Yes. But I wanted to give a couple of shout-outs because uh, when we were going to plan on recording, these were in the notes. Um, there is a new podcast in town, hashtag WatchFam. Really? Yes. And so I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, our uh, our mates across the pond over in the UK, Darren over at Zulu Alpha Straps and Dan, who goes by Timely Underscore Moments. Dan, you've heard his voice on the show before. Uh, he was also in the Analog Explorer. And uh, they have teamed up Ooh. to do a British-based uh, British uh, podcast kind of in the vein for the watch fam for like military uh, watches and that kind of that kind of over arc and uh, Darren and Dan their podcast just launched uh, sorry gents I can't remember what episode you guys are on recording, I think it's like episode 3 or 4 I don't remember it's between 1 and 1000 right so on your favorite podcast app of choice take a look for the Zulu Time podcast Dan and Darren are doing a great job covering the topic of horology as it plays a part in military not just British military just military in general and how timekeeping and horology plays an integral part in military operations. And as Chris and I have said on the show, they're the goods. Congratulations, mates. We are very proud of you. Continued success. As we always say here on the Bellingham Podcast, we'll see you in episode 146 soon. Yes. Cheers. So uh, on another note, uh, on our side of the pond, just down south over in Seattle, uh, the guys on the Two Broke Watch Knobs, uh, Mike and Kaz, and uh, on episode 162, I had a little bit of a shout out. Oh, how nice. Which was kind of fun. Uh, The episode... Uh, and again, if you don't know the two broke watch knobs may not be family friendly uh, with their content, but they're hilarious nonetheless. The kiddos know what kind of naughty words are being said. They oh no, Kaz gets creative. Kaz, Kaz gets, gets creative. creative. Well, fair enough. All right, maybe not schoolyard. Uh, <laughs> bees, speed. Chris. All I have to say is bees. Okay. Um, so anyway, on episode one sixty two, the 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 topic was uh, Instagram trends that need to die, hmm. which was 
was regarding um, certain cliches that the watch fam typically do, like a wrist roll and like wrist shots and having like all the bling and the icing and all this other jazz. It was it was a funny episode. Well, there's um, there is a uh, stereotypical thing on the watch fam that's called a wrist roll. It's where you kind of start with the buckle and you roll over to see what the watch head is. And then, boom, there's a Lamborghini. Never going to wind you up. Never (laughs) going to lose some time. So anyway, typically speaking, like most wrist shots is usually to show off like a certain brand. Well, anyway, they said that that needs to die, uh, that the whole concept of a wrist roll and then like showing like something like totally extremely ripping cool. Right. And so the guys were like, except except if your name's AJ uh, up in Bellingham, because he's an awesome photographer and he deals in birds, which is a specific of uh, uh-huh. a photo series that I do. A with number a, of your moments that have a story. Right. That has birds on my wrist. Yeah. And so anyway, I thought it was a cool shout out that I am the only exception when it comes to that. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you're the exception to many things in life. Oh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so take a look at those two podcasts, especially if you're in the Watch Fam. Um, and as I said in the early of the year, you know, Watch Fam, uh, you are not forgotten on this show. So we wanted to bring in that vein of the community. Cheers from North on I five. And oh, by the way, there's another podcast around. Gee, Chris, that's a great. <laughs> you see how I kind of set that up? Yes. There's this really so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> if you're in the education sphere, you need, if you're in the education sphere or technology sphere, uh, commonly referred to as the ed tech. Yeah. Uh, that's actually something that Chris and I do on a regular basis, at least Monday through Friday. You need to point your favorite podcast app of choice, unless it's <clears throat> Pocket Cast, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, the Canvas Insider Podcast, short, d- distilled, like a good, fine sipping bourbon of a podcast that will get you to happy hour sooner when it comes to this learning management system tool called Canvas. That's right. And Chris, do you know who the host of that show is? Yeah, it's me, sucker. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's a little bit of a passion project. Uh, I, I am a Canvas admin uh, in one of my technology realms, and uh, Canvas is an educational technology learning management system. I know some tips and tricks not just with that, but with technology and with professional development or the professional life itself. It's about seven or eight minutes. I don't mess around. Yeah, uh, I get straight to the point. And unlike some ed tech podcasts, I have metal for my theme music. Dude, okay, so I'm going to throw some references because <laughs> I have been waiting. By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, at the time of this recording, the Canvas Insider podcast is on 009. Uh, so for those th- uh, those that want to tune in and subscribe, and please give Chris, he's a good boy this year, give him five stars. <laughs> Thank you. I love the fact that you also used a uh, Bellingham podcast uh, uh, note or uh, a phrase in your show yes. to get you to happy hour sooner. Well, that's that's you started it. <laughs> I'm just taking it to its logical extreme. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to the Canvas Insider, it is a very distilled and very uh, dense seven or eight minutes. It is one of the few podcasts I would recommend do not put at one and a half speed. Play uh, Chris's sweet baritone voice at (laughs) 1x um, and you will get some cool tips and tricks. And also, while you're there, give him five stars. Uh, thank you very much for the uh, props, AJ. And it's just a fun time. <laughs> so let's uh, talk about something that's not very fun. So in uh, recent days, weeks, the month, it's been rough. Yeah. And as as all of you know, Chris and I are professional technologists. So obviously, and we're professional we, parents, too. And we're professional parents. And we're professional human beings. And lately, people have been ramped up. 
Uh, it doesn't matter if it's political in nature or if it's uh, viral in nature with mm-hmm. everything going on around the world. People are pretty ramped up and stressed out. Sure. And, you know, Chris and I, we we kind of feel, especially with some of the clients that we work with. And we've also seen in recent days and weeks, um, it fit stress actually physically taking it, uh, its toll on some of our loved ones. Uh, reason why I was kind of a little bit shuffling some of the, the podcasts around is because uh, in my family, we had a medical emergency. And although it was not stress related, it gave me a good amount of stress. Certainly. And uh, especially when it's, you know, your own kiddo, you know, he's fine. But uh, also that same week, a good friend and colleague of ours was in the hospital due to stress. We have, you know, colleagues around us that are seeking medical attention because of stress, yeah, workplace this stress. A, this is a thing. Yeah. And so as Chris and I were kind of coming back on the mic, because luckily we had stuff in the hopper, we had something else planned. And then we kind of threw that idea out the window. And so we are uh, in true Bellingham podcast fashion, fashion going and dipping in the uh, Chris Powell trademark registered transparency pool. That's right. And we're going to talk about uh, stress, physically what it is, mentally what it is, and specifically just one, it's a little bit of catharsis for, for me and Chris to kind of um, process a little bit, but also all of you listening will probably resonate a lot. And so we're just trying to have a conversation on the B, the B, the big S. Yeah, make no mistake, we're not medical professionals uh, because it would cost too much for the student loans. Uh, <laughs> but uh, whatever we're saying, take it with a grain of salt. If you uh, are hearing something, please consult with your uh, primary counseling pr- primary physician, doctor, person uh, before doing anything that we would be talking about. Uh, AJ, with that in mind, uh, th- this is mainly this is mainly for yeah. us. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, AJ, let's talk about what is stress. So, and this is funny because like we, we hear this a lot like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out about this one thing that got changed in an interface. Yeah, and, it's like a badge of honor. Yeah. And really, I, I kind of wanted to boil down like what medicine actually describes as stress and stress is um, according to Medline quote stress is the feeling of emotional and physical tension it can come from any event or thought and we're gonna get that to, in a little bit that makes you feel frustrated angry and or nervous let's repeat that frustrated angry or nervous that encompasses a wide variety of those emotions that we saw in inside out yeah the uh, movie this is the inside out episode yeah so stress is your body's reaction this is a physical uh, manifestation to a challenge or demand in short bursts stress is positive it can be positive such as when it helps you avoid danger this is the fight or flight type of stuff um or to meet a deadline where you're on a razor's edge you're creative you're in that creative zone but when stress lasts for a long time it may harm your health. And typically we see stress in two fashions, acute stress, you know, that's the, the short-term-y stuff that you kind of, you're, in a, you're, you're, you know, you have to slam on the brakes or, you know, you immediately have to evade something. That's that, that trigger. But chronic stress, mm-hmm. this is the thing that you and I have been seeing a lot in our peers where- um, And ourselves in some aspects. And in ourselves- some we'll go first. Aspects. Yeah, 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 totally. But I mean, yeah. um, this is the thing that um, long durations of this, this high adrenaline, this high, uh, perhaps even insomnia. That is, there's a lot of other traits that come with it that we're going to hit on. But, you know, if it goes on for weeks or even months, you start to see things like um, your mood, your appetite, and other uh, actual physical manifestations. And 
a lot of the times we kind of just tough it out, right? I'll even I'll even say like even some of us guys kind of just tough it out. We kind of get into our own head. Well, of course, it's not. I mean, what we are exposed to as far as what is a man or those identifying as a man, mm-hmm. um, you know, how should you act? How should you be? Uh, it's yeah. There's a certain uh, skill set. And yeah. a certain little set of expectations. One really good sign of too much stress is we're going to kind of check out a couple of them. Other people are asking, you look different. different. Are, are you, you okay? okay? Yeah. Uh, that's a really good sign that you might be encountering some stress. Yeah. What else? So so uh, some other things is that, it's, I mean, we are in the viral season. And um, literally, stress whittles you down to the point where your immune system is compromise. Like yeah. you can end up with, in the case of one of our good uh, friends, an infection that lies you up in the hospital. Yep. Um, that it was completely uh, avoidable if things were different. And well, and when this occurs, sometimes you can't help it. Yeah. Sometimes you may not be equipped, not saying that any no. of us or our loved ones or friends are, are not equipped to handle certain things, mm-hmm. but sometimes in our DNA yeah. and how we- Our plumbing. Came, our plumbing, that's a great way of putting it. How we arrived at this certain place, we may not be equipped to be effectively dealing with the signs nor de-escalating yeah. or de-stressing. Now, the other thing I wanted to kind of fold into this is that, you know, you and I are Americans. Our American lifestyle, especially within our, our job sphere, um, might be a little bit different than some of the, some of the other countries that are out there, and some of our world listeners. You know, um, you know, I'm not saying that this is strictly an American thing because you know stress is anywhere in the world. But you know, the the stressors that we're going to be talking about are, are typically American in nature, but they do cross bounds. So to everybody across the ponds. Know we're that, with you. Yeah, we're with you. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a loved one in the hospital or whatever. Like, those are those are instances that you're going to be stressed. But a lot of the times what, what Chris and I are going to kind of hit on is, is that there's there's a lot of stuff piling up. Could I just derail for a second? <sighs> That's the Bellingham podcast fashion. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're not in the contiguous 48 states or in the continental United States or in North America, guess what? There are two guys in Bellingham, Washington, latitude 49 of longitude. 48 degrees north, 122 Stop degrees west. Stop being technical. There are two guys I in like Bellingham, maps. Washington that love you. Wherever you are in this world, AJ and I dig you. Yep. On behalf of, of all Americans, we like you. And yeah, thank you for good. listening, by the way. Let's yeah, yeah. continue. So so with that said, um, some of the, 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 the cues that we see here, um, at least for me, that I get waylaid, is headaches. Yeah. Um, That's a physical side. That is a physical side. Um, something that is more emotional, this is kind of a little bit darker, is... Um, I've even seen a lot of people turn to self-soothing. Uh, I know that's kind of a term. I'm pulling my dad hat out here, right? Like, you know, being being a dad, like when you see a little toddler, they have like self-soothing mechanisms, mm-hmm. especially when they're, um, you know, an infant. Well, even as adults, we kind of have that tendency. When things are bad, we tend to seek some sort of soothing mechanism. Or an escape. Sometimes those escapes are not, they are, they are compounding your stressors, even though they may be a temporary escape, yeah. but have longer term uh, health ramifications, excessive drinking, yeah. and coming up with excuses that you know using a medication or um, uh, a drink, or I will even dare I even say caffeine, you know, mm-hmm. um, you or would, weed or, or some whatever. other kind of narcotic or something like that. It's not just to uh, alcohol. It, whatever you, it could be, 
Uh, comfort eating. Yes. It could eating be. Eating is a big one, too. Desserts. It could be, a, like I joke around, uh, a, eating a bag of Doritos chips. Uh, th- this is not healthy, or one would one would identify in some circles as healthy ways to cope with uh, the stress that's going on. Yeah. So the other one that I wanted to also throw out, and I think you and I are, are um, this one's directly pointed, I think, at both of us. You and I tend to, uh, instead of taking out our aggressions um, right there at the spot, you and I kind of bottle them and then deflect them towards other activities. So for me, it's usually like running mm-hmm. or uh, climbing mountains, that type of thing. To the and even for my case, to the to a detriment. Like I, mm-hmm. I will push myself harder because I'm just I'm frustrated and I'm I'm trying to process. Um, to the point where I, you know, I've I've blown out an ankle, I've mm-hmm. I've torn up stuff. But what you know, what what works for you in an endurance way, since you're so you know svelte and endurance, uh, you know, uh, stamina based. I try to prevent heavy, copious amounts of weight from collapsing on my rib cage. That's very nice of you, Paul Bunyan. Yeah. And so, you know, lifting, throwing around the heavy weights and stuff like that. Um, I've arrived at a certain area in my 40s decade where I've done a lot of work on this because throwing up that weight, not vomiting, but pushing up the weight did uh, serve a purpose in a season. And now I needed to come up with ways to be able to... uh, disengage from the stress because my body cannot throw up that copious amounts of weight uh, in this current area. So I got to come up with better ways. And this has been a challenge for me, but I don't want to derail from where you're going. No, no, no. So, I mean, I just want to say like the, the, the tolls of stress, we try to find a coping mechanism. And, and even for some of us, like we see physical activity as a, as a positive, Um, even my good friends that are, are runners, you know, when they're, they're, they're stressed, they, they'll push themselves to, let me see if I can pump a mile out in a five, five. And I'm like, really? Like usually you run with me, which is a solid, like, let's do a nine minute mile. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and that's, that's, you know, I don't, I just want to kind of throw some of these out because like I said, I'm pointing fingers even at myself. Like I've, I've pushed myself to the point where I've blown an ankle and it became the size of a pomelo because I was really peeved. And, and for the rest of us out there, I get tired driving nine miles, let alone running nine miles. Well, valid. So, uh, anyway, AJ, um, let's talk about some ways in a, in a very constructive manner. Yeah. Um, what are some ways that you, mm-hmm. who is not a uh, licensed medical practitioner, nor, nor do doctor, I play one on podcasts? What do you do, especially mm-hmm. on podcasts? What do you do when the workplace gets to be a certain level? I tune into Camry 102.3 FM on Saturdays around three o'clock to listen to our show. And they are streaming worldwide in case you want, uh, are on the internet somewhere around the world, in which we love all y'all, uh, KMRE.org. Especially in Sri Lanka. That's right. <laughs> so, pivoting. Okay, so now that we've kind of identified a little bit of the symptoms and signs and how we kind of cover them up. I mean, those physical activities is a cover up. How can we how can we kind of center ourselves, I guess is a better way of putting it. What's a way to disengage? What's a way to cope with it without escaping or hiding from it? Yeah. So I mean the the first one that I typically do is I try to find something it, not a big something, a little something, something that I can focus on that is a positive. And for me, like, it's easy. Like, at 5 o'clock, I know that I will be home, and I'll get to play cars with my kid. There you go. You know, it gives— That's not a little thing. That's a big thing. Right. It is a frame of reference. I use this mechanism especially because um, in our in, in our careers, like, there are ebbs and flows that are um, like the tides. They're guaranteed where there's going to be a ramp up. And— that's that acute stress that we have to deal with. And so for me to comp for that one week that's going to be a blitzkrieg, I will have, you know, in the back of my mind, you know what? doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I get to go home and have 
cars with my kiddo. You know, what about you? What's what's an acute thing that you do? Um, I've often uh, I try to use this technique called integration. And it was explained to me by someone who was very wise in my past. Basically, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Somehow, yeah, I know, somehow your body gets into a bit of a processing mode when you go for a walk. Mm. Um, It often involves not looking at a computer screen for me or a phone screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Walking our dog. uh, Since we've been on this podcast, talked about how I thoroughly cherish the dog walks I have with my beautiful wife outside in the fresh air. Yes. Uh, And even if it is rainy or snowing or sunny or humid, whatever, to go out there helps me process um, what may be going on pinging around in my uh, pea-brained mind mind space. Um, And another thing that has (coughs) been very helpful for me in the past, I had this mental picture of a 10-foot fog bank. Hmm. Um, I could only see 10 feet in front of me and it was a very, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't see around. I could only see just a little bit in front of me. And then all of a sudden the fog bank lifted or faded and I could see this huge valley, uh, this beautiful valley of so much detail and so much, um, features to it, trees, landscape, et cetera, et cetera. And that 10 foot fog bank has been a way that I've been able to describe, just how little perspective I have of the situation sure. for where I'm stressed about, especially when it comes with a, uh, another person. I'm not even going to talk about clients in this case. I'm going to talk about another person. Sure, uh, They are giving me stress based on a certain equation in their life, circumstances that I'm unaware of probably. And I need to be able to allow them to have those circumstances and realize it's not me. They're not going to uh, sabotage my life because it makes them happy. There's usually something that's triggering them, that's stressing them out. And unfortunately, it's being uh, passed on reflected like a like a piece of stinky cheese (laughs) uh, that, you know, to to realize that there's a lot more to the situation and to give them perspective, to give a perspective of what they're going through helps me with some empathy. And in a way, if I can give them empathy and realize, okay, that's that's uh, where things are at, where they're coming from. It tends to decrease the cortisol injection a little bit. Yeah. How about you, AJ? So, so another, so yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, that being outside is like the that breath of fresh air is a breath of fresh mm-hmm. air. Um, now, obviously, like if you have something that is a chronic stress in your life, and here in the United States, if nine times out of ten, if you talk to somebody, it's it's gonna be work related. Like I I, I will I, that's my hypothesis. It could I very mean, well be. You know, maybe I'm wrong. But um, obviously, like if if your if your work is you know piling up on your whatever, um, hopefully you have an uh, an avenue to be able to maybe talk to your employer or maybe your supervisors or managers or whatever because like starting uh, hiding away from the topic you know as opposed to confronting it you know yeah that's that can suck being able to uh, not being able to um, confront it and just have to grunt and bear it but bear in mind like you know the the easiest way to get around the chronic stress is to try to address it best that you can. Um, and if you can't do that, then also, you know, there are people like counselors. If you don't feel comfortable going to counselors or maybe you don't have the health benefit to do it, you know, if you have a confidant, somebody mm-hmm. you can rely on, you know, you can't take Chris because he's mine. But, <laughs> you know, um, somebody <laughs> you that- couldn't afford my rent, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Commentary. Yes. So, you know, being able to 
talk. And I think this is this is something I've talked about on the Analog Explorer, in the Analog Explorer, um, especially for men, finding some way to be able to vocalize what the heck is going on in that upstairs building that we call our brain. If I could also contribute or tag onto that, uh, as you are able to find someone safe to be able to process with, it may be something that you can preface what you're about to share with someone to say, hey, I just need a sounding board. I'm not looking for a solution or a need to have something fixed. Sometimes I just need to have someone listen and go, I hear you. Um, and that can help matters out greatly. Yeah. Um, I've, I've watched with envy uh, some people identifying as females and uh, how they're able to have these wonderfully close, intimate relationship uh, friendships with other females or those identifying with females uh, where they share a whole lot of what's going on in, inside and they are able to help process and kick ideas around. I think that would be a great thing for those identifying as males to be able to consider uh, doing that. Um, and also, if if I may be so bold, if we could take a pragmatic look, a practical look at the situation that is causing the stress, are their lives in danger with this situation that is causing stress? Yes, act appropriately. <laughs> no, go to the next question. What is what is exactly at stake with the stress? Like what is exactly so? What is the worst case scenario? Unfortunately, a lot of us live in the worst case scenario. Sure, and have to deal with the what if. What if you were to? Oh, here's a what if. <laughs> what if you were to do a then what exercise? Here's the thing in stress: you make a decision. Then what? Mm -hmm. Then you, this will happen. Then what? Then this will happen as a result. Then what? If you go through the then what exercise, you can really kind of get to a place where it may not be that bad or it could be you know something that you need to take action on yeah. to be able to decrease that stress. So I wanted to kind of to, to kind of as we wind down this episode, I wanted to talk about winding down. Yes. And one of the avenues um, that I have found that's been helpful, regardless of if it's acute stress or chronic stress or you feel like you're um, trapped or even if you've listened to this and you're just like, mm, maybe I am pretty stressed and I just recognize some of my bad habits I need to replace with better habits. So I wanted to start with how we want or end with how we wind down the day. Because I feel like if there is one takeaway that you can get from this episode is that we want you to try to make a change. Um, and not a drastic, not a drastic one, not a one, but just one step. So out of all of the, the clients and people that, um, you know, you and I interact with, uh, on a regular basis, I think the one thing that I, I can almost guarantee that everybody does is that at the end of the day, we take work home or we take what's going on with us as opposed to trying to wind down and let it go. Um, and so for me, like I wanted to, to kind of showcase, like for me, like one of the things when I get stressed is, one thing that we talked about on the show, Huga. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, and those that are on my Instagram, they'll they'll see when it's a stressful day because I will go out of my way to turn off every dang light that is in my house. Light, uh, not like the the Danish. I don't have any candles, but I do have a hurricane lantern. Um, light it. I will make a full pot of tea, mm. and um, even even with my toddler, my toddler knows what a tea party is, and. He knows that it's a quieter time. Mm. I spend it with my my son, uh, and we'll have tea. We'll have what he calls the candle. Ah, that, that, that's fire. Uh -huh. You know, because um, he listens to the show. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. So, um, you know, like, and go through that, and just have an evening that just, even if it's a half an hour, you know, because anybody who is a parent is just like, you can get a half an hour of silence from your kid. 
if you include them. Sometimes being a parent is the stressor. So including him into this ritual, um, it slows him down. You know, that's, that's something that I have tried. Usually I put on um, uh, this cute little raccoon uh, art. Raccoons thing. are cute? This one is. Okay. Uh, not the Pacific Northwest ones. They're vicious. Go on. Uh, chill hot music. Uh, uh, they are yes. on YouTube. It's lo-fi. I usually put that on. Uh, my son loves the little raccoon uh, I gotcha. uh, that, animation. That kind of and so record. that plays in the background. And for half an hour-ish, because that's about how much of his attention is, I find that little bit of huga and a little bit of mental north without having to go to a mountain. You mentioned the term there, AJ. And by the way, kudos for uh, establishing a, a nighttime routine, a R- ritual. Ritual. Yeah. Ritual. Uh, ritual de lo habitual uh, for those <laughs> Jane's Addiction fans out there. Uh, great job in doing that with your kiddo because uh, if we are able to come up with some kind of sequence, you don't, you don't drive into your residential roadway and then – Turn off the ignition and then coast into the garage. Bad things will happen. You ease into your parking spot. You put it into park and apply the brake before you apply park. And then you make sure the windshield wipers are turned off. All these things before you turn the ignition off. Why are we going 100 miles an hour during the day and then expect to be going to sleep when we haven't taken time to turn things off in our lives and and light and the screens and I'm the first one that's guilty looking at your screen the last thing before you close your eyes to go to sleep you got to change that Um, something to keep in mind for you it's chill hop chill out music I'm totally cool with that for me I have to have no tempo no vocal ambient waves of sound uh, to be able to just let my mind uh, downshift. My wife, unfortunately, is subject to that quiet. I sometimes find uh, quiet, ambient acoustic guitar. Yeah. Otmar Liebert is awesome. Otmar Liebert is awesome. Uh, and some cla- ambient classical uh, type artists, but something that you can. Uh, when you get into another decade, AJ, you may realize that having a drink, whether it be tea or something like that before bedtime, might not help you get a full <laughs> night's sleep. That's all I'm going to say about that. Fair enough. Yeah. I defer uh, to my uh, elders. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, you might want to think about the, the steps to get to a place where your mind can quiet. And yeah, you think about a whole lot of things during the work. We could chat about that in maybe a part two episode uh, of Practical Ideas and and Stress. I think this may be worthy of a part two. What do you say? I think so. I think so. All right. We should uh, stick a stressless fork in this show. Yeah, that wraps it up for this very chill jazz version of the (laughs) Bellingham Podcast. I'm not stressed at all. Please be sure to listen to us wherever you like to get your podcasts. It's on KMRE 102.3 FM. And streaming worldwide on KMRE.org. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, too. From the city by the Salish Sea, I'm AJ Barsay. And I've stopped being that character. I'm Chris Powell. Thanks (laughs) once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Just be cool, Chris. Be cool. (laughs) You be cool. Everybody be cool. You be cool. You be cool.